Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here at Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I'm host Jim Ventura. Uh, if you're tuning in, uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, if it's your first time listening to the show, then uh, let me give you a little bit of quick background on what we do here on, on Snake Oil Radio. Um, Really, this show is about um, alternative thought and alternative healing, and um, and, uh, and and especially uh, today we do uh, every approximately every third week of the month on Tuesday I do an interview show. Uh, my regular show is usually the first Tuesday of each month where I talk about my current uh, blog column, uh, Snake Oil. And uh, I take live callers and I answer questions uh, from uh, from listeners either live or in the chat room. Uh, the third Tuesday of each month, we do the uh, interview show, and I find someone always interesting who uh, does some type of uh, healing art form, whether mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And we interview and talk and find out a little bit about what they do. Uh, today I'm lucky to have uh, DJ Cross here, who is a professional rolfer, and uh, DJ's here to talk a bit about rolfing and, and tell everybody what that's about, and uh, I know some people are familiar with it, some are not, so um, uh, welcome to uh, Snake Oil Radio. DJ, are you there? Yes, I'm right here. How are you today? I'm doing great, doing great. Happy Good. to be here. Good. Excellent. Uh, well, um Let's uh, let's kind of dive right in here then, and why don't I let you kind of tell? I know what Rolfing is, of course, but some people may not. So why don't I give you an opportunity to kind of uh, talk about uh, that and, and give some info to uh, any of our listeners uh, or uh, about what you do? So tell us what Rolfing is all about. Okay, I'll jump right in here, and you can stop me at any time because it's still my favorite focus, <laughs> my favorite work. Right. I've doing this for 30 years, and it's still new and exciting to me. So I love talking about it. So um, basically the goal, purpose of rolfing, is to align and integrate your physical structure in relationship to gravity. Now that's a big mouthful. (laughs) What makes this work unique is that we perceive the body uh, in relationship to gravity. And what that means is... If you're not aligned with gravity, that can show up as, first of all, severe imbalance, which means uh, you fall down. (laughs) And um, short of falling down, the body has to cope with the imbalances because gravity is a force field that pulls down on you. So that could show up as lower back uh, pain, tight neck, compressed shoulders, uh, tight knees, and basically compression all over because it's a huge force field nobody thinks about. But you, as you get pulled down into gravity, then you, you get compressed. So once you are aligned with gravity, then that force works with you. It actually becomes you. And you then get a sense of being lifted rather than compressed. And as you're lifted, you're lifted off the bones and the pain patterns and the twists and the turns that uh, usually cause discomfort, uh, lack of movement, and and often pain. So that is the goal, is to find your alignment in gravity. And um, I'll tell you some more benefits here uh, as you get aligned with gravity. 
and that is uh, when everything comes into place, um, you have uh, greater flexibility, better coordination, better balance when gravity is supporting you, and you have a sense of grounding. Uh, the other aspect of the goal of gravity is integration. So your parts are not just helter-skelter here and there, uh, which is kind of how we're born. We're born random, and we learn to crawl uh, kind of randomly. We stand up randomly, and we kind of put ourselves together with a little bit of help from our parents, but we are not integrated. And that lack of integration adds to what I was saying about pains and twists and turns and, and uh, compression and patterns of dysfunction. So as you come into alignment integration, then you, you get your balance back. And um, you get a sense of grounding. And with the grounding, you get a sense of being lifted because as you're decompressed, um, the gravity becomes a force field that lifts you. And nobody thinks in these terms except maybe scientists and not even them, I don't think. But for me, I became about an inch and a half taller. Most people get taller because they're decompressed and they grow. They grow taller. So when you're released from the compression patterns and the pulls and the pains, that releases energy. So you have more energy. Um, more freedom of movement goes with this. As the joints decompress and you're more balanced, then you can move freer. Uh, and all of that adds up to better performance in Dancing, fitness workouts, uh, gymnastics, yoga, any physical performance becomes better because you have all these uh, new benefits for you. <laughs> so that means more efficient movement. When you're not busy putting energy in to try to hold yourself up, the energy's moved more efficiently. You use less energy to make the same movements you used to make. So I'm talking a lot here. I'm not used to talking and not seeing anybody. <laughs> right. It's so um, is this making so far, Jim? You can give me feedback. Yeah, it makes sense to me. In fact, let me let me interject here for a minute. I'm going to let you continue to talk because I want to mention um, our uh, call-in number if anyone wants to ask questions of DJ about Rolfing and what she does um, or, or comments on it. Um, that call-in number is 646 200-3966. Again, that number is 646-200-3966. You can also, um, if, you're, if you decide to go into the chat room on, on the site, you may ask questions um, on the, in the chat room itself. But um, I'm going to, uh, I will, I'll give them to DJ to answer, and she will, will answer them on air. It's a little bit difficult for me to type when I'm, I'm hosting a show. I tend to be very... Uh, singularly focused, so I'm, I'm I'm often bad at that type of thing. Kind of trying to go into space at the same time on a different wavelength in that sense. But please feel free to comment or ask questions in the chat room or to call us live to uh, ask DJ any questions. For the interview shows, I really would like uh, any callers and questions to really be directed toward my guest um, a little more so than necessarily me. On my regular show, I do do. Um, uh, I do little mini five-minute readings for people when they ask questions, uh, and that's absolutely fine. But that you, that's the first of the uh, first of the month, uh, and in this case, it'll be March 3rd on that show. So if you have questions, that we please uh, tune in at that point. But today, I want to direct any uh, questions or comments toward DJ. 
And uh, let's uh, continue on with this conversation. Yeah, I know, DJ, it can be a little strange um, to try to get used to the radio format, right? You're, but, you're, you know, when you're used to talking to someone, um, even the way, you know, just to give people a little information about this, too, the way blog talk works is when, we're, when I'm interviewing a, um, a guest, the guest is actually calling in and also at their home. So it isn't like kind of the old-style radio where the guest is also in the studio, uh, as well in that sense. Uh, so it's a little bit different kind of a format, but actually a tremendously comfortable one uh, once, once you get used to the hang of it. Um, so uh, that said, um, yeah, I have actually, uh, I'm very familiar w- with uh, Rolfing, and in fact I want to, one of the questions that I have for you, uh, DJ, about Rolfing is, I'm, you know, I know why I actually, I have actually, I worked with DJ a few times about a year ago, and um the sessions were tremendously uh, beneficial um, at, at multiple levels. I noticed a lot of changes and shifts that came through, both physically as well as uh, even uh, somewhat psychologically and even emotionally there were shifts that came through. And, and I'm, a, I'm a firm believer, and I hate to even use the word belief because I think it, it's a limiting word, but to me this is just factual information in that sense. But when you adjust the physical, you adjust the emotional and the spiritual. And even when you adjust the spiritual and the emotional, you often adjust the physical. They, they are linked together in that sense. So getting back to the question that I want to ask you is, you know, what have you found overall, DJ, in terms of people coming to you for a session and kind of seeking you out? What have you found is the, you know, the brunt of why people come to you? Because I know for me, I actually... I was a rolfer worked on me after I had had a car accident, and it was tremendously beneficial um, about six years ago. But maybe I don't know if that's the common theme why people would come, or do they do they come for different reasons in that sense? Well, let me let you ask, answer that question now. Well, there's a whole spectrum here. Um, people come at one end to be fixed uh, with certain issues that are bothering them, like uh, neck pain that won't go away or a shoulder that's not uh, totally open, or uh, they have a hard time with coordination, or after an injury, you know, they can be left with scar tissue, and Rolfing works beautifully with releasing the scar tissue and the pulls that go around that so you can get back to normal. Um, some people have chronic pain in their feet because their their feet are con- compressed. So a lot of people come with specific focuses of pain and dysfunction. So that's very common. And I, I definitely address those things. And then uh, a, a lot of people come saying, I just come because I don't feel quite right. And they don't even know why. They're kind of sleepy in their life. They're not, they're not moving the way they want to move in their life. They can't change some behaviors they want to change. Or they just want to feel different. They just want to go beyond themselves as they are. And that's a big uh, part of the population, too, which is actually the bigger vision of, of Rolfing. And that is to, when you realign your body, you're realigning your life. When you change any aspect of your body, you're changing aspects of your life. So it has to do with change, changing at all levels. Like you said, Jim, you know, body, mind, and spirit are not separate. And a byproduct of this work is getting a sense of integration in these areas. Because when you get lifted and an inch taller, you also have a sense of being lifted in a higher order of yourself. Right. Uh, lifted in spirit, lifted in energy. 
So that is going on as well, and it has to do with moving forward in your life. If you have a hard time moving forward with your legs, <laughs> you have a hard time moving forward in your life. So the body and the behavior of you are the same thing. And it works the other way around, too. When you change your behavior, you you know, you know change your body. So I work with anything that anybody comes to me with, but my my goal is to educate you as well into the higher order of things, uh, things being you, that there's more for you in your life, uh, new openings in your body and in your life, new ways of perceive, perceiving yourself and in your life. Many couples uh, come to me, or one of the couple, because they're stuck in relationship. They have the same behavioral patterns and they can't change them. And once they open their body and get a greater sense of themselves, because what this work does is reorganize you so you have a sense of your own core, your own grounding, your own balance, so you're not as off balance and getting lost in relationship. So you can stand your ground, literally, and relate and love someone from a totally different place. So as you change, your interactions with people around you will also change. So all of these are are goals. And um, back to gravity a little bit, there is a vision here and of the human body, and that is when we're aligned with gravity, we have a sense of, of um, relating to the higher order of things because gravity is a force field that is infinite, you know, in, in the galaxy and in the planet. I don't want to get too heady here, but... Um, when we stand upright, we have a, a greater sense of order in ourselves because it's all about putting order into the dysfunction. And it, Ida Rolf used to talk about we're still in the animal world and this work has to do standing up and taking our place on this planet as a higher order of being, a higher order of creature on this planet that we can step out of the animal world and treat ourselves differently and treat other people differently when we feel at home and grounded in our own bodies. We're not, she used to say, we're at war with gravity all the time to, to, to not fall down. And we're at war with each other from that same energetic. So I have, hope I'm not getting too lofty, but there is the bigger vision as well as fixing your ankle. That's why I can stay in this work after 30 years. It's never boring. <laughs> Right, for right. that reason. So let me take a breath. And uh, do you have anything, Jim, to respond to here? Anything you want to ask yeah, me? Yeah, well, I mean, I want to say, um, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the idea of, of being at war with gravity. Because, um, and, and let me, let me, let me sidetrack, sidebar here for a second before I, I finish that thought and say, you know, we can get lofty and, and high-minded on the, on the show, so don't, don't feel bad about that. That's kind of the nature of the show. You know, anyone who, who's tuned in before and listened to my radio show knows that, um, you know, I can flip between um, humor and sarcasm over to high ideals and loftiness and, and you know, all of those things. I think that they're, they're easily contained in a healthy kind of a way when, when we recognize both sides of that, that dynamic. So um, I, I do think that that's something to consider. 
but I, I would certainly say that, you know, in, in response to your, your thought about um, or your comment about, you know, being at war with gravity, that's actually an interesting thing that you, you bring up because that makes me think of a, a number of things that I want to kind of mention um, that, re, that relate to this, this issue. You know, one of the things I've been, as an, astrolog, as an astrologer, uh, for, uh, as one of the professional things that I do, I have been talking with a lot of people about, you know, the difficulties in the economy and various things that are occurring right now are largely uh, a Saturnian influence and also a Plutonian influence astrologically that are kind of forcing us to deal with practicality and reality in that sense in a healthy kind of a way to rebuild and restructure our society at this point in the game. So it's actually very interesting to me that this kind of correlates nicely with what you're, you're talking about, about reintegrating and re- restructuring the body so that it is more in alignment in that sense. So there's a, there's a definite correlation that I see between these two things. And when I think of when I went to DJ um, uh, about a year, a year or so ago, um, again, it was the second, for me it was the second time I had, had used a, a professional rolfer. Uh, the first time I had used a professional offer was about six years before that when I had had a severe car accident. I had gone to a chiropractor, and uh, thankfully, um, he happened to have, he always had a, ma- a massage therapist on hand to work on people, and he happened to have someone who was not only a massage therapist, but also had, was a professional offer and had done both of those things. So I, when he started to work on me, and I was really messed up after my accident. I had a really hardcore accident where I was hit. Um, I was, my car was almost literally stopped, and I was hit from behind at about 60 miles an hour. And it had just destroyed the car, and needless to say, it didn't do wonders for my, my back and, and shoulder. Uh, thankfully, I'm, I'm a fairly well-built guy, and you know, I, I, would, I, I, would, I recovered in that sense. But I did say, you know, when I had met DJ and I had gone in for some work with her last year, that um, I think that the reason I recovered as strongly as it did largely had to do with the fact that the Rolfer worked on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. There's no question in my mind. You know what I mean? To me, it was really synchronistic that there happened to be a Rolfer there. And uh, because what, what I found that Rolfing does is it's not just like a massage. You're, you're literally working at restructuring something that's out of balance to me it's not i think a lot of times with massage you know your it, it's release of tension and pain and, and certainly very very appealing but rolfing is something far deeper than this obviously in that sense because again you know you're working with a healer who's willing to restructure you um or well let's say restructure you get you back to the way you quote unquote should be yeah in that sense if you didn't let the stresses and strains emotionally, psychological, and, and even more so physically pull you down and throw you out of alignment. So I got a lot of benefits when I had worked with you um, that to me were, were really um, valuable in that sense because I noticed a lot of shifts in my thinking as well as shifts in my physical structure when I had, I had worked with you. So um, very, I, I think something, I think Rolfing is very valuable, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring DJ on to uh, talk about this. Um, if you're listening uh, live and you, want, you have a question or a comment, feel free to ask a question or a comment into our chat room or give us a call at our call-in number, which is 646-200-3966, and we'll gladly answer 
any questions you have in relation to this uh, subject that we're talking about today. So uh, that said, uh, DJ, I mean, does that make sense? Do you do you feel uh, like I said that that you you really are um, you know able to to do that to restructure someone that way? Absolutely, and you're right. Restructuring is at all levels. Every thought is impacting your physical body. All the emotions impacts your physical body. The physical structure holds and expresses all that's happening in you and around you. So in times like we're experiencing now, there's a lot of fear around us, and we can take on that fear, which will tighten and pull us down and make us heavy, heavy with gravity, heavy with emotions, uh, heavy with our thinking. But if we can be maintain our own awareness of our balanced structure, stand our ground and stand tall like we're meant to be, we can have the uh, awareness of what's going on around us, but we're not, we're not knocked around with it so much. We can really stand our ground and not be at effect or a victim of the environment of what's going on in the world and humanity around us. So I think that's, you know, a big benefit of, of finding that sense of integration and, and balance. Um, right. Absolutely. You know, how we interact with our environment, people, uh, one at a time in relationships or what's going on in the world, uh, comes from our core. So the more we can live in our core and not get frantically pulled into the outer emotions, Right. the better off we will be and the closer we can get to maintaining our sense of well-being no matter right. what is happening in the world. I mean, that's, to me, the ultimate goal. And it's a never-ending goal. I've been in this work. I still get this work over 30 years. And it's still a carrot that, as human beings, we're all walking toward. How can we develop and be better and feel better to handle ourselves in all situations and to make a difference? You know, not just to react and and uh, run into our fears. Right. So yeah, uh, it all comes home to root to rest in in our human structure, and we do live on a planet in a gravitational field, so we can't we can't ignore that. And the other thing I want to add here is that okay, Jim? Yeah, absolutely, sure. Okay. Um, well, I, in a second, I want to get to how this is done because I'm talking about the goals and the benefits, but and the vision, but what, what does this really look like? But uh, the other thing I want to say is from the time we're born, right out of our genetics, we are shaped by first the genetics that we're born with and then by our reactions to what's going on around us, our parents, our friends, uh, you know, our, our school friends, uh, the, what's going on in the world, shape us. So we end up with a body that's out of balance because we're reacting um, so that is all embedded in the structure. So you're walking around in a structure that is history, and it's hard for you to get out of it because if you've been intimidated in relationship or war, the shoulders round, your head goes forward, your chest caves in, your diaphragm's tight because that's the posture of self-protection. And once you live in that for a certain amount of time, you can't get out. You shape your body in reaction to fear. So what Rolfing can do is open, release, reorganize you, so then maybe you can, not maybe you can, but it's a long work, come into the authenticity of who you really are without being subject to patterns and blueprints 
that show up in your structure, pull you out of balance, make you walk a certain way, make you behave a certain way. So it's really uh, a transformational work, I have to say. People come for fix-its, but fix-it is not the focus. It's, it's a byproduct, actually. When you're aligned and balanced, then actually pain goes away. If you come to me with a tight shoulder and you want it fixed, I say, okay, but I have to tell you, I cannot fix that shoulder without changing your neck, your other shoulder, your spine, your lower back, and how you stand on your feet. Then that shoulder can really open up and take a new place. Because if I just fix that shoulder, it might stay in a new place and open and pain-free for a while, but the whole body is expressed in that shoulder. The whole relates to the parts. That's a big principle of this work. You cannot really change any part permanently, release any pain permanently without addressing and reorganizing your whole body. So that's a big chunk to, to, I think, receive. But that is the beauty and the magic and the power of this work. So uh, unless people are jumping in, or you want to say something, Jim, I want to make sure I tell people what the how, how this happens <laughs> how do right. we change well, absolutely I, I would like to yeah i would like you to do it no you know people are, are jumping in and out of the chat room um but no one has has called in yet and that that, that is it, sometimes people call sometimes people don't there's, there's usually people jumping into the chat room and you know so we know i know we have listeners but I, I, it's actually a very funny thing sometimes people I, I find people are either very eager to call at times or sometimes they're sort of nervous about calling in on a live radio show so um, that said, I, yeah, I do want to give you an opportunity to uh, to explain this. But if there's one thing I'd, I'd like to point out um, that I think you you are you know bringing up and in terms of awareness is, I know for me uh, from having studied, I've studied more. Um, uh, I, I don't have any training whatsoever in physically adjusting human beings at all. That's why I go to professionals to do this in the first place. But what I'm able to do is. Often when there's something out of alignment in someone's body, whether it's an illness or a physical problem with a shoulder or, you know, leg or something like that, I often am able to tell people what's going on psychologically and emotionally because to me the body reflects um, that issue or theme. Uh, And I think sometimes people are really shocked when I do this and they're like, how did you know this was going on? I'm like, well, your body's telling me that in that sense. So I would imagine that would be a tremendously pronounced aspect of what you know how to do. In that exactly. Sense. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really valuable point that, you know, you can work on a shoulder, but if you've got to go further than that because there's interconnections with everything else, uh, you know what I mean, in the body as well too. So one of the things that I hear you, talk, I heard you talk about when I worked with you and I'm hearing you talk about now that you always seem to go back to also is this whole theme about re-strengthening the core. Yeah. In that yeah. sense. And that's very significant. So that said, let me uh, give you the opportunity to, I think, kind of uh, for you to explain really kind of what happens because that's where I think you're getting at here. You want to explain to people what happens, right? In a yeah, because so many people say, well, what is Rossi? <laughs> you know, I, I give the goals and the vision and the benefits but, you know, do you jump on a roof to get Rolf, off a roof, or what do you, what do, you do to get Rolf? So um, uh, I'll keep this simple, because uh, it is pretty simple, actually. Um, what makes me, as a Rolfer, distinct from a massage therapist, first of all, is the goal and the focus. And, by the way, every Rolfer is trained in massage therapy, 
So we know the body uh, with hands-on and no anatomy, no physiology, and we're required for a couple years to do massage. So we come from that background and are very familiar with that mode and method and focus. But from there, where we jump into structural work is then we focus on the connective tissue system, uh, also called the myofascial system. It's like the skin that you see around a grapefruit section. It goes around every muscle, every bone, every organ. The fascia is the glue of the body, and that glue holds you in your shape, whether you're in shape or out of shape. So my intention when I'm touching you, first of all, is a very distinct touch. I'm not stroking you to elongate or release muscles. My focus is not on the muscles. It's finding and feeling the connective tissue pattern that I see is pulling uh, on your body in a certain way. You know, uh, I can look at your shoulder and track down a myofascial pattern that goes all the way through your body to your foot because everything is connected to everything. And my job as a rolfer to see where I intervene in this huge connective tissue web to begin to release the patterns and the pulls that are held by that glue that we call the, the connective tissue. So that is my focus. And I use, like I say, a very distinct touch. And when you get both touches, you'll, you'll feel the difference between massage and rolfing. Rolfing, in, in many ways, is... I can't say much deeper because actually many rolfers now are doing what they call myofascial release. And that's actually coming now from the broader spreading of the rolfing work uh, that's being, I think, taught in massage schools that, that massage therapists also do that myofascial release. But where they stop is then the reorganization because if we just release the tight stuff, the tight fascia, around your shoulder, it's like, as I said before, that's not enough with then anchoring and working in the connective tissue to interrelate that shoulder to the rest of the body. So uh, it's also not a passive work, I, at least the way I work. Um, I expect you to work with me. So you are giving me your energy, your focus, your connectedness with me. Then we have a greater power to work with than if you just lie there and I'm giving you my energy. So we create a greater force together. We work as a team. Um, so that's the method is hands-on. With that method is, um, in looking at the strain patterns, is movement work. Um, before and sometimes during the session and after, I'll have people walk let them tune in to let me know where things are not moving freely, what they're feeling, what's tight, what's pulling. So that helps me to see the whole body and, and the patterns. So with that, it's not just looking at the strained patterns. It's also looking to the new way of moving because as you release the connective tissue patterns uh, and your body realigns, you're going to want to move a different way. You might move with your head higher, your chest more lifted, the breathing comes easier as you're walking. So we do movement education so that transition from the pain patterns goes into easier movement because once you get up off the rolling table, you've got to move. So movement awareness and consciousness of your own body is a big part of the work, two aspects, hands-on and movement education. And actually, I should say the third aspect 
is self-awareness. So you don't just depend on your rolfer. <laughs> you can walk down right. the street and have a new conscience about your body, a new awareness that you catch yourself when your head's too far forward or your pelvis is tilted. You can change that because you're open now. You can make your own changes to keep you in alignment and keep you out of pain uh, with your own awareness. So that's um, kind of the method or the focus of how we realign you. Then the means is, um, let me take a breath here. I lost my track. Uh, well, I, I guess I guess I did say it all. Is um, Oh, no, here's what I forgot. Releasing and reorganizing the connective tissue is not random. You know, it's not just going in there and looking at the body and say, oh, I think... I'll do a little work here and release here. Oh, I think I'll go to the ankle now. Oh, it looks good in the neck. I'll do that. Uh, and you can have good sight of a body and maybe see the patterns. But the genius of this work and why I call myself a rolfer and not a myofascial releaser or a connective tissue worker uh, is because Ida Rolf was a genius in understanding how the human structure is built, designed to function in gravity. And from that place, she had a Ph.D. and master's, all kinds of scientific background to understand the body at all levels. And she was a, um, a seeker as well, so she was in many dimensions. Um, so she came up with ten goals, sequential goals. It would be like if you want to get to the core of a grapefruit, you don't dive into the center of the grapefruit. You peel the outer layer of the skin. Uh, Peeling is not a good image here for us as a human body. But um, So each goal takes you through a certain uh, focus of how you approach and release the body. So each goal prepares the way for the next goal. And each goal supports uh, what was done with the previous goal. So it's a very scientific approach to releasing and reorganizing the human structure. And within that, every rolfer can be creative. The goal is the goal, and how you re- you get to that goal, you're going to have your own creative fo- focus. So it's not a paint-by-number thing at all. It's just a way of perceiving, experiencing, and understanding the human structure. And that's what the rolfing training is all about. That's why it takes so long. It's not a simple look at the body pick a number and go do it okay i'm taking a breath now jim okay well oh, absolutely you're, you're doing fine you know let me uh, we've, got, we've got another 10 minutes so let me throw the call a number in case anyone still uh would like to uh, ask a, a question live uh that number is six four six two hundred three nine six six um and uh we still got another uh you know five ten minutes uh someone has a question they want to ask uh of dj um I'd like to, uh, you know, I'd like to add something into this as well too. Um, certainly, one of the things I, from having experienced rolfing uh, myself, I, I have recommended this to a number of people, um, and it's funny when I do recommend it, people will often kind of look at me like um, I've used a funny word when I say rolfing. A lot of people don't seem to know what it is. Uh, I was aware of what rolfing was before I, I had a rolfer work on me, but I, maybe I might be somewhat of an exception uh, because I have been in uh, looking at al- alternative, I'll say alternative oh. healing 
formats for, for many, many years. And I think sometimes people get a little nervous about the word alternative healing because they sometimes assume that it's not scientific and really nothing can be further from the truth. Uh, to me, uh, alternative healing is a blanket term for, for things that, that you, know, are, you won't necessarily find in a regular hospital, although I'm sure some might actually have that um, in this yeah. day and age. You know, there's a lot more integration that has been coming up through uh, the traditional and non-traditional world. So right. all of that said, one of the points that I want to make is from having gone through this, um, I will tell you um, there were times when I was – is that caller ID thing? Bleeping in, ignore that that bleep out. Um, uh, from having ha- had had a number of a couple of raw sessions, what I have found is that there are times when you're being worked on that it's a little painful uh-huh. um, to have the work done. And let me say that I have this very interesting point of view about this anyway, which one of the main uh, sources I've used for for healing has been acupuncture. Um, for different ailments that I've had in my life, I, actually I'm rarely sick, but I've had I've used acupuncture for things like allergies and flu and things that people I think don't even know they can use it for. But what where there's a correlation that I see is when you have acupuncture done, when they first put the needles in, it can be a little uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you know uh, acupuncturists will even then once they get the needles in place. They'll leave you alone on the table for a while, and then they'll come back in and they'll move those needles around again to trigger the points. And you're like, "Oh God!" for about uh, you know for about ten, twenty seconds because it's not the most comfortable thing. But for me, that to me makes sense. That you go through a mild amount of pain to release a larger pain. Exactly. So I bring that subject up because I see the same dynamic actually operating even in rolfing. Yes, it can be uncomfortable. Uh, but what's going to happen once you're finished and, and you've worked on someone is the tremendous level of release and new energy and freedom of movement that comes into play is, is absolutely worth the very minor amount of pain you may go through during the process itself. So I really want to kind of make that point to people because to me, again, that is a, a very, very natural uh, dynamic that, that should occur again when you're, when you're, you're being worked on in that sense, and I think it sometimes scares people off. I experience this in my own professional business when I work with people. Um, I think sometimes people think they're coming in for just to get a reading and they're going to be told about their future, and that may or may not be the case in a reading. What I, I generally do is I want to get into the heart of what's going on with the person and help them see it from a different level or reintegrate or, or even shift course if they're going down kind of a negative road. But what I find a lot of times that is that when people will work uh, with me, Sometimes when something difficult comes up, they run away. And I don't mm-hmm. mean they literally get up out of the chair and run out of the room, although I've seen people that I think at times might have wanted to do that. But uh, it, sometimes when something difficult is brought up, the person wants to retreat and run and sort of hold on to it. I think there's an old expression, the devil, what is that expression about the devil you know? Is, you know, that, you know that, I, I'm, I'm going to sound a little bit like George Bush here and, and, and talk like an idiot for a second. But because uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but the idea though is that people will sometimes hang on to their dysfunction, not realizing that they can release it and live with uh, you know emotional psychological freedom, and in this case with Rolfing also obviously physical freedom. So um, I think that's the point that I try to bring up about the value of this type of work um, is you will might you might go through some discomfort while you're being worked on. 
but the after effect is a really a complete shift and a complete change uh, in the way you, you walk, the way you move, and even the way that you feel. Um, do you agree with, with me on that, DJ? Absolutely, and I want to add that um, sometimes the, the, when we're going to enter the body, and that's kind of what we're doing uh, in, a, in a very sensitive way, we are bumping into what's tight and what's already painful, and some of that pain can be emotions that are stored in the body that, that, uh, that feels physical as well because you can't separate them. Even right. when you go to a psychotherapist and you open up things that you've suppressed, you have, you have emotional pain. You cry. You hurt. Right. So hurting, you can't really separate physical, mental, and emotional. When you have a, a you know, it all goes together. Painful thoughts make you cry, make your body hurt. It's right. all the same. And there is something about lying on a table and someone penetrating you that not everybody is, re- is uh, ready for. You have to really want to open and change. Then it doesn't hurt so much. And then if it does hurt a little bit, it, it, it goes instantly. But you're, you're penetrating the pain that's already there to release it. And then right. once the pace is gone, you can come back to that same place, and it doesn't hurt at all. So it's Absolutely. quite tricky when it comes to people choosing to go through the discomfort to go somewhere new. And uh, yeah. a lot of people are not ready for that. That's, that's right on. Yeah, they will. There, it, it can be a little bit of a scary thing. I mean, I, I know um, that when I, I, I went to you uh, specifically for, for three sessions, more or less in a row, I think I came in every two weeks for about a six-week yeah. period. And, yeah, there was, um, there was a, times where there was a little bit of an anxiety that I would feel in that sense, because I think you really, you really nailed that when you said, you know, in some ways it's like being penetrated. When you've put up protective shields, emotionally, yeah. psychologically, and even more so, obviously, physically, when someone is pushing those fields down, you're, you know, your instinct in many cases is to fight that off yeah. in that sense. But really there is, is tremendous value in, in allowing that to, uh, to, you know, be penetrated in that sense because you'll realize that, you know, it's an artificial false fear in that sense that someone is attempting to hurt you. Uh, you know what I mean? Really it, it's about, you know, especially when you're working with a healer who is qualified and knowledgeable, it's really about, you know, helping you and freeing you up. So, so this said, um, I'd like you to take a minute or two, J.J., to, uh, to tell people where they can reach you um, and uh, phone number, all of those things, applicative, because believe it or not, we're, we're out in two minutes. That's how fast these, uh, these shows go. Okay, so okay, well, give you a minute or two to do that. Yeah. This has been great fun. Okay, you can reach me at 602-284-5796 is the most direct way to reach me. I do have an email that I don't use for my business, but uh, it is, I'll give you that as well. djcross-s at hotmail.com if you're curious or want to say something. But uh, I, I will get my emails within a couple days, but uh, phone is the most direct. And where I'm located, where I work, uh, is in Old Town Scottsdale uh, near the Civic Center Plaza at 7526 East 2nd Street, Scottsdale, 85251. It's very accessible. So that's how you can reach me. And I also offer introductory consultations and uh, mini-sessions. 
So if you're not ready to jump in and you just want to talk or sample what the touch is like, uh, I'm available for that. And um, right now, should I give my prices, Tim? Uh, you, you, you can. I mean, uh, I, I think it's less important to throw that out there. What? Sure. Well, just so you know, uh, my my fee is 140 uh, a session. And, you know, sometimes I negotiate depending on your situation. If someone's really passionate about this work, I will always work out some way to do that with you. Um, right. Yeah, so that's that. So this, that's, you've got certain, there's a certain level of bend, so to speak, in that. Let me, um, DJ, do me a favor. Um, stay on the line uh, even after I sign out. I want to kind of sign out because we're going to, the stream is about to end. So, uh, I, so stay on the line for a bit. Thank you, uh, everyone, for uh, for tuning in today. Uh, a lot of you, if you've listened live, um, uh, you know, thanks for your your comments in the chat room, as well as checking in. But we do go um, archived, so if uh, you know, you can catch the show if you you missed part of it on Blog Talk Radio at any point. I will be back. Um, my next show will be March third, and that will be my my traditional uh, show when when I talk about my column. And I take uh, all in questions. So uh, I can be reached at VenturaWords at Mac.com if you want to get on the mailing list. Thank you for tuning in. And a special thanks to you, DJ, for being here today. I was happy to be here. Okay. So the uh, just so you know, we're, we're not streaming now. What that means is um, if someone's still listening to us, they can hear us. But uh, the show will chop off on the archive at this oh. point. So that's what what actually happened. So we're we're officially off air, even though we're still technically on the air. If that okay. makes sense. <laughs> Technical uh, and physical. Okay, I got that. Yeah, there's a difference, right? That's what it means when they say, right? Like on my end, it's telling us we're not streaming. So that just means that um, they're not. Uh, again, live callers can hear us, but um, it won't it won't go into the archives. So in other words, it'll end at that point when I ended it. So um, yeah, you did good. So. Uh, um, uh, I just, Can I, I just add want to thank thing? you for doing that. Sure. Can sure. I add one thing quickly here? Mm-hmm. Sure. Are you there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I'm here. I wanted to add, I don't know if I made it clear, but when we were talking about the pain at the end, because there's such rumors out there about that, and uh, the way I work is uh, we work together. I never go any deeper or faster than feels good for you, and I expect right. communication and feedback if it feels like it's too much. So we really work as a team. Right. So I just I you know, I just want to get that in there. <laughs> yeah, that right. Absolutely. That you're not gonna you're not gonna be tormenting someone <laughs> in that sense as well too. Um we, we you know what, I, I will let you know that it, it's actually um not only is the show archived but um there's an intro um about what Rolfing is on the site with your phone number as well. So um, in the future, people who uh, check into the show will, if they go back into the history, which is often the case, they'll be able to access you that way. So um, that's just kind of another uh, benefit in, in terms of uh, you know advertising. But um, I certainly think that uh, you know people can uh, ask you questions directly, and that's what I was hoping for anyway. That people would um, eventually kind of check it out in that sense. So. Uh-huh. So, well, could you tell, you did, is there any way of knowing how many people checked in today? Uh, not specifically. What will uh, what I, what happens? What I can get information-wise is they have a running log of how many people have listened to my shows, but that uh-huh. means in general. 
So I don't, I can't specify how many people listen to a show live. I can only notice a difference when I check in to the site huh. as to how many people have listened to my shows in general. But I have no way of knowing what shows they listen to. But that's um, okay. I don't know what I yeah. do with that information anyway. I was just yeah, curious. Anyway, just be more of a curiosity, right? But yeah, that that's what I found. You know what I have found? I started the show back in March, and excuse me. Um, the uh, really the the amount of, of of call-ins and people in the chat room is increasing, even though again it's hit or miss with each show, depending on whether people tune in. Um, uh-huh. But I definitely know that a lot of the shows are listened to on the archive. Um, most of the comments I get from people um, come after the fact. In other words, the, the thing that's nice about uh, a blog radio is you can you know 11 o'clock at night if you want to hear a radio show that played four days before this. At ten o'clock in the morning, you can. Uh huh. So that's what people a lot of times will do. Um, we're on at you know obviously eleven o'clock on a Tuesday, and most people are at work. So yeah. um, that's one of the reasons why I I may not get as many callers. If we were on at six o'clock at night, we'd probably have five times the amount of callers and check-ins. Yeah. But I you know until the show the way Blog Talk works is as you gain popularity with the show, you're able to get the better time mm-hmm. slots. Yeah. So yeah. it's easy for me to get these time slots uh, because I'm still a relatively new show. So yeah, uh, again, the good news is people will will be able to check in on the archive, and you'll probably get some more hits in the future as things progress. Well, yeah, I'm just curious, and also interested in your feedback because uh, you know I've I've done talks for years, and it's been a while. So any feedback you have for me in terms of, you know, did people really go away kind of having some idea about what Rolfing's about and Oh yeah, I, I think you. I think you're very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're very clear on that. Absolutely. Um, okay. I think you did a good job. So I don't have any um, constructive criticism to make here. <laughs> In that sense, I, I, I believe me. And if there was, I, if there was something I thought was off kilter, I would actually tell you that. Oh, but I'm sure. I, I, I know that, that about you. <laughs> yeah. So to me, it, you know, you, you did fine. Um, it, it is. It's uh, you know. It's a, it's an area that a lot of people are not familiar with. So I think it's good because it was good, good education. I think you explained that really clearly. Great, so, great. I'm glad. And it's still, it's still enjoyable to me. I never get tired of it. I love it. Right. So, and that definitely comes through in your in your in your communication. So yeah, yeah. That's great. Well done. All right. Okay. So um, okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna call you in the next couple of weeks for that uh, little freebie adjustment that you talked about. And, but I was um, going to remind you of that. Yeah, I knew you were. And uh, the um, other thing is, uh, you know, of course, you know, I hope, hopefully you'll get some hits out of this in the near future. But like I said, again, it's kind of a long, it's also the, on the beneficial side, it's a long-term investment because the bigger, uh, the more I grow in, in recognition, the more people will go back over okay. past shows. That's kind of one of the things that I like about it. Mm-hmm. In that sense, I've gotten comments from shows uh, and uh, that I did months ago, and I've even gotten, uh, you know, guests have told me that they got contacted from a show they did four months ago just now. So yeah. there is some yeah. benefits that way. So now, is is there any way that has it's been recorded, so I could have a copy of something? Is is that happening? Yeah, you, that's that's easy enough to do. You all you have to do is after we after we we sign off here, usually within an hour, they get it on the archive. Um, on the on the uh, on the website itself, and in fact, my shows also go over to iTunes, where people who click on podcasts can access it that way. So 
So anybody with a, um, a computer and some savvy could record uh, the recording in that sense and copy the file. I don't personally know how to do that. But um, I'm, I'm not I'm not a computer geek. I don't I know how to operate one. I'm fairly decent, but I don't have that kind of knowledge. Um, so mm -hmm. if I would check around, um, and if you wanted to get a copy that way, you're welcome to use any material from it. But remember also too, you can always access it. It's just a matter of, of getting online and being able to do it from that angle. So it could but be I'm printed sure it's out. Easily be copied. What's that? If I go online, it could just be printed out, right? No, no, you would only be you'd, you'd be getting a you'd be only be, you'd, you'd be getting a you'd be getting like a music file you'd be getting a, a voice file. A voice so file. Could, right. You, I, I, the only way I think someone could do that would be to transcribe a voice file. What's so, that? Um, yeah, I think that would be kind of difficult. But you could you could use the file in that sense. Um, in fact, if you get yourself a website set up for your business in the future, um, which I probably would suggest that you do. Um, in the next couple of years, um, you're certainly welcome to copy the file and keep that um, as one of the things that people can access on the website. Well, I have a web page now on a right. on a side of a friend. I don't know if that would count. Yeah, well, that, absolutely, it, it does. If you if you have access to that and want to expand it, what you, all you would do is you could go to the link on my site and click on your show and it will give you a web address that is your file and your show and that can be included on a web page if people wanted to hear you speaking live about it. Now, say that again slowly. What do I do? You could if you if you were if you went to you got online on my... and went to Blog Talk Radio and went to my file to Snake Oil and my show, you could go to the this show's archive on the site and once you pressed it, what you'll see in the um, what you'll see in the kind of address uh, space on the web page will be Block Talk Radio, Jim Ventura, um, and then it'll have a slash, and it'll be all kinds of numbers, and that will be your file. So you could technically get a web designer to copy that and place that into a web page. But okay. you, you, I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do it yourself. You would have to have someone who knows. No, no, I'm, I, no, I'd have somebody to do but that. But it is possible. I'm just mentioning that it's possible. In other words, you could easily um, uh, access it uh, that way so people could hear you talk live about it if you wanted to use the file. Okay, so, it's, and it would be by date as well, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. But again, as long as, I'm, I keep, as long as I keep the show running, um, that file is going to be there. So you can either get someone to copy the file or it just would be a link for them to go to that file and listen to it. So could I have uh, it way, transmitted to my web page? Uh, you would, again, you'd need a web designer to do that. But yeah. Okay, web designer to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. you need someone who has the knowledge to do that. I wouldn't even know how to do it. Oh, but, but, I know but it's, it's possible. No, oh, absolutely, possible. yeah. It's just like copying a music file. It's the same. It's the same issue. There's nothing. You'll see that on, on people's web pages that they can hear a voice, a recording of them, or a show that they did, or something like that. Absolutely, that's that's without question doable. Okay. Okay. All right. Know. Wonderful, Jim. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for for doing it, and uh, I'll be in touch in the next couple of weeks. And okay. have a great day. You All too. Right. And thanks again. I really had a good time. Good, excellent. It went well. All right, have a have a good Take one. Peace. You too. Bye bye. bye.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.